Check Hello. one, two. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? We're doing it. The Dudes Being Dudes podcast Hell is reunited. yeah. <laughs> Episode two, only what? Hold on. Oh, just like two years later? Two years later. <laughs> and it's going to be on my podcast. <laughs> my solo career. <laughs> Holy crap. So yeah. Welcome listeners to the reunite the the fuck me. The reunification of dudes being dudes, the podcast. (laughs) Where's just two dudes being dudes here on Jason's Hot Takes. Also, Damien, I want to put out that you're the first my first guest on the show. I should probably introduce you instead of like rolling into it. So this is my friend Damien. (laughs) <laughs> hi my name's damien wisnett he and i have been friends for a hot minute we are in the army together that's kind of that's actually where we met was in the army and then i kind of forced him to talk to me because he was looking all quiet and sad looking so i was like motherfucker as i do i was like motherfucker come here we're gonna speak we speak the words we're gonna speak in the english <laughs> and it's just been a hell of a ride since you've seen me in some pretty low points he's also seen me go on an entire rant about boomers that almost led into the to the crashing of a military vehicle <laughs> but um this is going to be part two of episode nine that i put out oh shit yesterday no two episodes in a week look at me moving on up in the world right <laughs> but yesterday i talked a lot about like looking inward to solve issues because you and i've had like some pretty good talks about it and I thought I'd bring you aboard. You there? Did I lose you two minutes in? Uh-oh. We're having some technical difficulties. We having technical issues? Oh, I couldn't hear you. I didn't know if you weren't talking or something happened. No, I, I was talking. Could you not hear me? Oh, I couldn't hear you. Yeah, no, I was talking. <laughs> so that means I didn't pick up what you said. <laughs> Nice. I was about to do. Can the, you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. I was about to do the. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, so I pulled it up. Yeah, the first episode of Dudes Being Dudes released November 11th of 2019. Uh, so it's it's been about two years. <laughs> I remember that episode ending with me just ranting about sharks. <laughs> well, not sharks, but Jaws, and like how impossible it was. That might be why it stopped like picking you up because you like went somewhere else. Probably. Um, we recorded that episode outside. In my backyard. Yeah, in your backyard. <clears throat> Which is now covered in snow. I hate the weather. It's just freezing rain here. It's just oh, ice. It hasn't started doing that. I know it's going to start here soon. I looked at the radar because I, I get paranoid. Commie rain. Commie rain. But yeah, so um, I I don't have like a script or anything ready, so I'll just kind of let you take the lead on this one. I'm sure that uh, your listeners don't want to listen to us talk about the weather for yeah half hour. Nothing I do is scripted on this podcast, except for like my topic idea. Then I branch out. But yeah, so you and I, have, you know, I've been going through some shenanigans in life, and you've been going through some shenanigans in life here recently, and we both kind of gone to each other to talk about it. And we've, I've honestly through, I'm moving things in my kitchen while I'm talking. Um, and, you know, it's made me look, 
honestly made me look inward because in the stuff we talk about, I'm like, holy shit, maybe it's not the situation that's the problem. It's me who's the problem. And how am I going to resolve this? And, you know, we're not going to sit here and we're not going to name names. We're not going to go into details about situations because yeah. that'll cause conflicts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, don't need to name drop anybody over the internet. And I don't need that to haunt me <laughs> or ruining any anything that's already that's kind of starting to improve a little bit because that's just going to cause more issues but yeah no i mean introspection is definitely i would probably argue the most important step in self in self-growth um if you don't actually like look inside of yourself and kind of understand like how you handle situations and kind of what makes yourself tick uh, then it's really hard to actually like understand how you how your actions affect other people. Yeah, and that can lead to the death of a relationship. That can lead to friends friendships ending. That can lead to your professional life going to shit. Yep. And no one needs that, unless you're like in a bad relationship. Then maybe your relationship should end. Yeah. No. I mean, <laughs> you know, everything's circumstantial. Like the evidence that led to the certain murder i mean suicide of a certain person who should be in prison for the rest of their life of course after they testified for and brought other people who were doing shitty things down i don't know who that guy was but uh (laughs) don't let that meme die (laughs) i saw a meme about it yesterday i meant to send it to you yeah, it, it pops up. Uh, it pops up every now and then. <laughs> I go, oh yeah, you have a whole folder on my phone called Epstein didn't kill himself. <laughs> like the first picture on there is a suicide request from uh, a certain person. <laughs> oh, oh, this that was a very interesting time for memes. That was honestly one of my favorite times for memes. It was a, it was a solid, <laughs> solid little, little time period. Everybody on the internet kind of came together and was like, this is what we're going to meme about for, for a little while. Yep. And there's still little pockets of it. Don't let the flame die. <laughs> but yeah, like with introspective, like honestly it's, it's hard like looking at yourself no matter what your no matter what your situation is because it's like holy fuck like because you don't want to see the flaws in yourself it's way easier to pick out the flaws in other people so you can just move on about your day and not worry about any other issues that are befalling onto you you're like well this isn't my fault this is this person's fault because of this and then you're not taking responsibility for your own actions which makes you a piece of shit in the situation uh, well and you know like we were talking about the other day it's also just like easier in general to not look inside yourself if you it is it is so much easier to just accept you know accept yourself as a person uh air quotes around that and just live your day-to-day life the way that you have been it's so much harder to actually like take a step back and kind of pick yourself apart and analyze what exactly it is that kind of makes you you and motivates you and understand the things in your life that you want to accomplish and what parts of yourself are holding you back because then you actually have to make changes once you once you realize hey i you know i am the problem in the situation or how i'm behaving to this or how i'm like handling the situation is causing issues 
then you actually have to fix it. And it's so much easier to just not even do that so that you don't have to take the steps towards fixing anything. It's so much easier to just, you know, move on. And it's part of the reason why, at least in my opinion, it can be so hard, especially for a lot of people to sit there and actually really dig deep inside themselves because it's, you know, it's just easier to just live your life the way that you're doing it. And it sucks. It sucks to do it. I low-key hate it. I make myself do it constantly, especially after I get into like an argument with somebody and I realize maybe I'm in the wrong and what I said wasn't the right thing to say because it only made the situation worse. And if I don't, and I'm also using other issues that I'm having as fuel to fuel my rage in this fight to kind of hurt this person because they're hurting me. And that's not the right thing to do because all you're doing is making that wound bigger, making that whole situation even uglier and you're going to kill something. And it's usually a relationship, a friendship, a burning, you're burning a bridge and burning mm. bridges is easy. Excuse it's, me. You can burn a bridge all goddamn day, but then once you realize, Oh shit, maybe I needed that bridge. Now you're in a situation where you can't get that bridge back. Cause you said, fuck you bridge. You're on fire. I don't need you anymore. And now you do all of a sudden. I don't, uh, I don't know about you, but I know that kind of for me, the, my kind of exploration into like picking myself apart and kind of understanding how I function um, came from at first analyzing how other people worked. Mm -hmm. It was, you know, you and me have talked about my father uh, and for those who don't know, I, I, um, I'm not going to name any names or anything, but I did not grow up in a very great home life. And from a very young age, I watched more than one family member do things and make life decisions that I understood how they affect, how they, how they were causing me pain and were affecting me. And so I sat down and I said, okay, well, I don't, I don't want to do that to people in my life later on down the road. So I'm going to make a decision now to not be that way. Uh, the example that I'll use is uh, people who know me know that I don't, you know, I don't drink alcohol. They don't smoke anything like that uh, because addiction runs in my family. Um, uh, I'm, if my life goes the way that I want it to, I'm going to be the first uh, male in like five generations of my family that won't be an alcoholic. Um, and that I feel like is a good first step is to kind of look at how, look at other people in your life, especially people that have a big influence on you and see how the things that they do affect you. And that can be a good way to shift your mind into understanding how your actions affect other people. And from there, you can start picking yourself apart and going, okay, well, I don't like this about myself. This is what I want to change because I understand now that when somebody else does this to me, it makes me feel a certain way. So when I do something similar, it probably makes other people feel a very similar way. Yeah, I, I, I actually, I understand that's not what happened to me because... I was told by somebody who was very influential in my life that 
I need to take responsibility for the things that I say and do, especially when I'm arguing with somebody. And, you know, I went a few years going, yeah, fuck you, whatever. You don't know what you're fucking talking about. And then a lot of things in my life got flipped on their head. And I went, holy shit. A lot of this might just be my fault because I refuse to change. So I then went about the process of really trying to find myself. That's when I decided I need to get help. I can't just sit here and repeat this cycle over and over and over again. Because all it's going to do is make my life more difficult. It's going to make life difficult for the people who actually give a shit about me. And actually want to help me become a better version of me. But I'll, excuse me. But all I'm doing is pushing them away and making them not like me because I'm being a dick. And I'm refusing to accept responsibility for the things that I cause, my problems that, that I cause myself. And using everything under the sun as an excuse. And that's been a very, it's been a very long six months of working on that. And I still slip up. Everyone's going to slip up. Not going to lie. I've slipped up quite a few times. Oh yeah. It's, I don't mean to to interrupt you, but it's like that with everything. You know, you're, you are going to have your days where you wake up and it's going to be a challenge to keep going, you know, exercising your, yourself and your kind of inner self is just like exercising your physical body you're going to have days where you're going to wake up and you don't want to do it. You don't want to stick to whatever plans that you've set out for yourself and you're going to be tired. You're going to be exhausted. You had a bad day at work the other day. You just got to get up and keep going. It's hard. <laughs> it, it is sucks. hard. Like, I mean, I'm going to, I sound like I'm speaking very negatively of it, but I kind of am. Cause you know, my experiences with it so far is just, it's been hard and it kind of sucks. Major ball check to do it but i've got to do it i've got to keep pushing forward because i want to be the best father i can be for my kids and part of that is being able to work yourself with the days the days and what i'm about to say is kind of like a blanket thing uh but with the days that you you do slip up uh it, it reminds me of probably the best piece of advice that i got out of uh a drill sergeant basic combat training and our our senior drill sergeant in basic she used to tell us all the time you know soldiers you know you fucked up today or you did this today or you did that today but don't let that ruin tomorrow like take every day as an opportunity to do better you know if you fucked up fuck this up today that's today go to bed and when you wake up in the morning just try again just try to be better better today than you were yesterday and if you kind of use that as your stepping stone of today i'm going to do better than i did yesterday then it it does it slowly builds on itself and over time you do become better because you have taken that step to be better every single day and a lot of it comes down to the individual is like you know life's gonna suck it's not always gonna be easy nothing in life is always gonna be rather nothing worth having in life is going to be easy you're gonna have to put the work in there's gonna like you said there's gonna be days where you're just like you know fuck this i'm done i'm gonna go back to who i was i'm gonna go back to doing this i'm gonna go back to where everything was just easy but doing that, you're not just you're not failing just yourself. You're failing the people who believed in you. You're failing the people who put all of their support behind you because they wanted to see you grow. They wanted to see you improve. So you're putting your you're putting you're letting those people down. And I, I you know letting people down fucking sucks. I hate letting people down. I've done it way too many times in my life, and I'd rather not do it anymore. 
but you end up doing that and it puts yourself in a bad spot and you put, keep yourself in this bad mental state where you're just like, well, all I am now is a failure. What am I going to do? I can't improve. And I mean, I'm sure that every single person on the face of the earth knows somebody that's like that where, you know, they, they start kind of down that journey of like introspection where they're like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to try and be a better person. And then they go through and, you know, two weeks later, they have a bad day at work or they get fired or, you know, their uh, girlfriend breaks up with them or they get a ticket or something like that. And then all of a sudden they're all over Facebook posting about, oh, I guess it's time to go back to the old me and I'm just going to be an asshole now. And I've always been an asshole. And they go on about how people never really change and everything like that. And it's just because they, they just let themselves get defeated. You know, letting yourself get defeated is definitely the worst kind of failure. Like, I mean, failure in general sucks, but sometimes, you know, from a failure, you're going to grow. You're going to learn from that situation. You're going to take that and you're going to blow up and you're going to become this huge deal in your own head. And you're going to realize, wow, maybe me being upset about this for this long wasn't a good idea because look at how much I've changed since then. Like, six, like it's been six months since everything kind of went shitty for me and i've worked you know you've witnessed the days and i'm like you know fuck this shit Mm -hmm. but i've i've really honestly like if it would have been like two years ago and like you know i wouldn't have been able to go down this route i would have been like you know fuck it i'm just gonna stay where i'm at i'm gonna stay sad i'm gonna stay depressed i'm gonna make sure that i hate myself 100 percent of the time because then when because when you boil that down when it comes to looking into yourself it's not about hating you it's about hating specific things that you want to change. It's about wanting those things to be different because hating those things and hating yourself aren't the same thing. And that's that, at least to me. No, no, you're, you're 100% right. It's, it's one thing to hate aspects of yourself. It's one thing to dislike your attitude or dislike the way that you handle certain things because those are things that you can change. You can change how you look at things. You can, you know, if you think that you're too abrasive and you're too much of an, you know, quote unquote asshole, um, you know, you can go about like handling situations differently. There's, there's things you can do. But when you just hate yourself, it just becomes this kind of all consuming thing where nothing that you do is ever good because you hate just every aspect of yourself. You know, self-hatred is just kind of the self-consuming thing where you eventually you just get into this headspace where you're just never, ever good enough because you just hate every little thing about yourself and every little thing that you do to the point where you just stop trying to change things because that little voice in the back of your head that's telling you that you'll never be good enough and that you'll never do it is the only voice that you listen to. Yeah. Cause I have, I have, you know how like I have those cork boards in my house that are like where my laundry like area is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got like a goal list on that now, along with like a bunch of pictures all over it. <laughs> but like that's what the stuff I want to work towards personally. Maybe I'll take a picture of it one day and put it on my Instagram, but probably not. I'd rather not share that much of myself. And even though I've I've bared all quite a few times during this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and to kind of uh, kind of jump back to what you were saying earlier about like how you know you're gonna have days where where you fail and you know not letting yourself get defeated. 
uh, I don't know about you, but I know that for me, that that was that in itself was a big part of the introspective journey. Uh, you know, growing up in the environment that I did, there was always this big like pressure to succeed. I didn't have a lot growing up. And so, you know, it was always I had to have great grades in school and I always had to be performing at the top of my game or else I was going to end up in the same situation that I grew up in, you know, not knowing where my next meal was going to come from in certain circumstances and stuff like that. And it created this kind of part of me where I refused to accept failure. But the thing is, is that life isn't perfect and you, there are going to be times where you fail. And like you said, sometimes you fail and you realize that it was because that the outcome of you failing actually ends up bettering you. Um, a good example was my first year of college. I started to go to college for um, cybersecurity and IT. And I kind of had set my entire life around getting a good cybersecurity job. And that was how I was going to make my living. And so when I discovered that I wasn't nearly as good with computers as I thought I was, and I started failing all of my IT classes, it devastated me because all of my planning up to that point had been around that specific career field. And so I was just like, I just, that little voice in the back of my head kept telling me, this is it, it's over. And then I started looking at other things. I actually sat down and was like, well, what am I good at? What do I enjoy doing? Um, and it's gotten, and so I decided that I like helping and I like protecting people. So I've gotten into the private security field. And now I'm much happier and I'm in the process of getting my criminal justice degree. And those classes go a lot smoother than the classes did before when I was doing IT. You know, sometimes you got to get knocked down a couple of pegs to actually understand where you're supposed to be going in life. Yeah, that, that, that's kind of what led me to history. Because, you know, I initially went to school because I wanted to be a lawyer. I did. Ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I learned very quickly that I don't have the attitude or mindset to be a lawyer for the sheer fact that in my own head, if I were to ever become a defense attorney, I could not defend somebody I know was guilty because it would eat at me and it would kill me on the inside to do something like that. So then I was like, you know what? I liked history. I re this is a really easy class for me. It's really receptive. And holy shit, here I am. That to finish my degree. I also <laughs> love the idea of you as a defense attorney, just with like your personality, just standing up and being like, your honor, uh, my client pleads oopsie daisy. <laughs> went, oopsie whoopsie. Your honor, he clearly said no homo. <laughs> <laughs> Your Honor, my client was wearing socks the entire time. <laughs> I object. Why? Because I watched it on Law and Order. They object a lot. So. <laughs> Is that what you did before this case? You watched Law and Order? I watched all nine seasons, Your Honor. And I would like to say, sustained. <laughs> <laughs> Circumstantial. Uh. <laughs> yeah, news. they really do just yell a lot in those in those legal shows, don't they? I know that my mom was a big fan of SVU, and the uh, oh, SVU. 
I love iced tea. Like, yeah, that's, that's the best thing is just because Ice T is one of those actors like Harrison Ford and everyone like that that just plays their own character. Like they just play themselves. And so it's just Ice T, just being a cop. Because uh, John Mulaney actually does a bit about that. Because they did like a they did like a sex addiction episode of SVU. Because at the time that was a big thing, and I, they they had to explain it to Ice T like what sex addiction was, and like he started naming off different examples. He's like, "You mean like when you bet the house on the ponies? <laughs> like when somebody eats too much food and throws it up?" Like, I don't think he said those exact things, but it was like that. And anytime I hear Ice T and SVU, my brain goes to that. <laughs> well, I always or uh... I think that the irony of of Ice T in, in SVU is that Ice T was the lead singer of the band uh, Body Count, uh, which put out the song "Cop Killer," which was very controversial when it came out because it was a literally it was a song about killing cops, and now he plays a cop on TV. Yeah, and. It... <laughs> <laughs> of great. course but i mean people well think. yeah well that body count was if you actually listen to the song it was a song it was a song about killing corrupt cops and i i i, I think our ice t uh, would argue that his character in um svu, SVU is a very a like very straight by the books don't play very no innocent. games officer i also love that in every svu episode john laney says this i'm not stealing his joke i just want to put that out there i just think it's funny where he's like, there's always like a same set of people in every episode. Like, there's always the bartender who knows everybody and everything that happened in his bar. The guy who they're, the homicide detectives are inter- talking to and he refuses to stop doing his job. Like, he's still working. He's like, oh yeah, and then this happened. He's like moving boxes from like one place to the other the entire conversation. Or the like completely uh, the obvious, and then you've got the obvious fake out, like the one where it's like that guy's gotta be the killer, but you know that it's too early in the episode for them to have already discovered who it actually was, and so you already know <laughs> that it's not, it can't be him because we still got fifteen minutes of runtime left. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> those are the best. I love SV, like I love cop shows. Like I used to watch cops almost religiously. I sweat when I watch cops too. I'm like, yeah. Bad boys, what you gonna do? They're coming for you. Is yeah, cops still on the air? On. Like in? Oh no, they took it. I was gonna say, air. like in the 2021 political climate, is cops still on the air? It is not. <laughs> <laughs> Which really hurts. Not gonna lie. <laughs> like they took down Live PD, and I actually liked Live PD because at one point they got really close to Winchester, and I was like, oh, bet. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how this goes down. I want to see the the average life in a Frederick County police officer. Uh, I don't. I don't want to see the average life of a Frederick County police officer. Like yesterday, there was apparently a high pe- high speed pursuit, like close to my house, and I didn't even know about it. Well, I and um, it, it and it ended with like the guy hitting one of the cops fucking head on. I uh, went to the grocery store this morning today. And I walked out of my house, and there was just an ambulance right outside. And I was like, what? I, just, I didn't hear it pull up. It was just sitting there. They were loading somebody in the back of it. And I was like, what's going on? <laughs> it's like that caveman Spongebob <laughs> meme. <just. laughs> Confused Oonga Boonga yeah. noises. 
that's like that's like my face 90 percent of the time at work sometimes because someone like someone will come up to me and say something i'm like what (laughs) (laughs) what's wrong that doesn't make sense let's go look at this (laughs) let's talk (laughs) about that (laughs) no you can't use the disk drive as a cup holder wait you can't i mean you're not supposed to that's literally like the only purpose of my like 1996 gateway computer is it's a it's a glorified cup holder and it only runs one thing and that is roller coaster typing yeah, that's all you need it to run <laughs> it won't run anything else and i've tried like it won't even run doom like old school doom i was like well this uh, is depressing. you got ro- you got roller coaster tycoon and you're set well that's uh, one and two. damn so i sit there and like i've got alcatraz unlocked on two and it's money is no object, so my ass is throwing guests at the buildings <laughs> on f- crappy roller coasters. I don't know why. I just think it's funny to watch the vehicles explode. Because fiberglass vehicles explode, guys. Non-engine-based fiberglass vehicles yeah. explode. Let that one sink in. Let that sink in. Oh, man, we got a little off topic. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, like, looking in sucks like i'm gonna keep saying that because it does like but at the same time it's something you need to do it's not like you know one day you're gonna wake up and all your problems are magically gonna be away and the only way you can do that is if you're super rich. yeah and even super even rich then, people's lives suck they're still depressed kind of like oh money can't i don't looks like money can't buy happiness i guess it's yeah, i mean look at jeff bezos the he's the he's both the richest and most unhappy person on the face of the earth Oh no, Elon Musk is actually richer than is he? him now. Yeah, he's. Oh well, yeah, I guess that's what happens when your uh, ex-wife single-handedly becomes the richest woman on earth just by getting a divorce. Yeah, that must be yeah. nice. You just live off the interest. You don't even have to spend any money. You just live off the fucking interest of everything in your savings account and live your life, man. Like that's all I need. I just need ten million in my account and then put it all in savings. Never touch it. Live off the interest for the rest of my life. God, that'd be uh, nice. Be I don't. Amazing. I don't even see. That's the thing is, I've been like, you know, penny pinching for so long that I don't know. I don't know what I would do with ten million dollars. I, like, I get a thousand dollars in my savings account and I sit on it because I might need it one day. I have a spending issue. I like. Yeah, I mean, I do too. I, I would probably blow ten million dollars and. A couple of days. I'd be penniless. Yeah. I'd be penniless. In well, you know, year. that's what they say about like lottery winners and everything like that is that most of those people are like in debt a, a month to two months after they actually win the lottery. Because they spend all their money. Like useless shit. Like, like I'd lottery tickets. If I won the lottery. <laughs> yeah. Like I would, I would literally like, I would win it. I'd take like a month off work, probably do something stupid, go out and like experience life and then go right back to work and work for fun we did a um my first year of college um i was taking a believe the name of the the course was quantitative analysis it was just it was a college level analytical math course um and one of the things that we did was game theory um and we actually we broke down like the lottery um and we 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 broke it down like if you 
from the time you turn 18, if you bought a lottery ticket every single day of your life, you end up losing money even if you factor in winning money. Like, it's just like the, the likelihood of you winning the lottery is so slim that it's just, it's not even worth it. Like not to plug Mr. Beast because I honestly don't like him, even though he does a lot of good stuff. He just has too much money for his own good. He did a video where he bought like it was like a hundred thousand dollars worth of lottery tickets, and he scratched them all off. Like him and his friends scratched them all off, and they ended only wound up winning like maybe forty thousand dollars. And he dumped a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, I fucking I went. Uh, I got a scratch off ticket for as a birthday present or a, a Christmas present. Um, by the way, uh, you know, I'll throw this out there as long as you don't mind. Don't buy your friends and people you like uh, scratch off tickets as birthday presents or holiday presents or anything like that. It's literally just a tool by the state to get money. Like they are the ones that pushed all of the advertising campaigns that made us think that scratch offs were a acceptable like gift to give other people. Don't go out and spend yeah. like 20 bucks and get 20 scratch off tickets and give them to people as gifts because all you have done is wasted $20 because most of those people aren't going to win anything. And none of those people are going to win the lottery. Um, and if they do win the lottery, they're not giving you any of that money. Yeah. I mean, I get them as gifts and I love it. Cause you know, it's, it's like fun to like scratch off. And like, if there's like four of you who all got them, you can just sit there like, Oh, who's going to win the most money. And so, yeah, and, and one I dude wins lose. like ten bucks, and it's like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> ten bucks off like a $30 yeah, like, I can go four miles <laughs> on a tank of gas. <laughs> I can. This is a life of luxury. <laughs> I don't even know what's fucking gas up to now. I haven't been to a gas station in like two fifty nine is what I paid. Yeah, on Sunday to get gas, and I filled up my car. I was like. But, you know, my car is a piece of shit. I'm working on it. Probably going to get one next go. year. I say that every time, though. I'm like, yeah, next year. The next year comes, and I'm like, oh, still no car. <laughs> or I'll total it, and then have to get a new car. That's what I hate. The, that's what I hate weather. And I hate rain. I hate driving in those two things. But, yeah. We, we, we really hammered home. I mean, I think we hammered home what we were trying to convey and then we got off topic oh, yeah. like Every we always time. do you know it's not like shark I mean, off topic but <laughs> listen i'm gonna find that audio file i'm probably gonna log in to the i think I, I i think i remember the dudes being dudes log in i might download it and then republish it on this one just so people know uh, i mean about, or the other thing is it to... is on like spotify it, it is on um it's a pain in Oh, I yeah, can like it is just it is on Spotify. You can go and listen to it right now, and it's just me and Jason. It was the first podcast I think you had ever recorded, right? It was. I was like, you know, what, let's do it today, and you're like, all right, let's do it. <laughs> like we had a whole plan. Well, yeah, because it was a Veterans Day episode. <laughs> we got... it, we oh, recorded yeah. it on Veterans Day, and it was a Veterans Day episode, and. Veterans Day to Jaws. We 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 somehow went from uh, topics of veterans <laughs> issues to you ranting about the movie Jaws. 
I think it's because I related it because Quint in the movie was a Navy veteran who was on the in- Indianapolis, and that's why he hates sharks. And my brain went, oh, yes, hatred of sharks. Jaws. Fuck Jaws in its movies, but they're good movies. <laughs> I rewatched Jaws the Revenge, you know, looking back, because like, as a kid, I loved that movie. Looking back now, like and watching again, I'm like, "Holy fucking shit! This makes no sense. Why would a tar- why would a shark target a singular family?" And they only got worse. <laughs> like Jaws one was great. I love that movie. It's really dramatic. Jaws two was borderline kind of okay. Jaws three, what the fuck? <laughs> Chief Brody wasn't in it, and then Jaws the Revenge. All of a sudden, it's like, oh he's dead but none of the kids have the same careers there's only one son now because the other son became a cop and then he got eaten by the shark at the beginning of the movie because revenge sharks are not genetically predisposed to get revenge on the killers of i don't think parents. anything is genetically predisposed to revenge uh... like not at a genetic <laughs> level if there is not a revenge gene you know this isn't the, this isn't the third book suspicious. in the altered carbon franchise <laughs> that's an actual plot point genetically predisposed Spo- spoiler so spoiler revenge. alert for uh woken furies by richard k morgan um but the uh little rebellion in that book gets its ass kicked like a hundred years before a couple hundred years before the actual event of the book um, and so they genetically engineer a virus that <laughs> I'm not. No, no, it's, it was pretty funny to listen to. So essentially what the virus did was as it was spread through genetic material and passed on through generation to generation, it would make people genetically predisposed to violent actions towards the planet's ruling family. Um, and oh, it was a, it was carbon. a two stage, it was a two stage thing. You had the actual genetic code and then there was some sort of essentially viral trigger for it. If I remember the book correctly, it's been a little bit since I've read it. And <laughs> Once the, cold. the viral trigger was <laughs> deployed it. across the planet, essentially the entire planet would activate a genetically encoded uprising. <laughs> and I'm just like, damn, we really... That's a, that's a lot of build-up to probably something that's not going to pay off. Yeah. Good. They're, they're great books. The, the uh, Takashi uh, Kovach novels by Richard K. Morgan are amazing books. Uh, just sometimes they're a little convoluted. <laughs> like reading the book for Blade Runner than actually watching the movie. You're like, oh, oh God, don't even get me started on that. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I was actually, I was thinking about that earlier. Like, if you ever have me on again, I want it to be for a Blade Runner episode because I could talk about Blade Runner for about 20 hours. <laughs> I think I might get canceled after that because of just one line <laughs> from that movie kills me every time. Like I rewatched it, I just started cackling. It's the best line in the entire I movie. Can't deal. <laughs> I'm just gonna do it. He's saying, "Oh, you brave, you got the wrong." 
Hughes got, the, got wrong the wrong guy. That's another movie that we were talking earlier. Harrison Ford has one role in movies, and it's Harrison Ford. He just <laughs> Han, Han Solo, Solo. Um, Deck, uh, Rick Deckard from Blade Runner, Indiana Jones. They are all the same person. They are all just Harrison Ford. <laughs> In different time periods. <laughs> I love him, though. He's, oh, he's a, a great actor, actor because he doesn't act. He plays, he just plays Harrison Ford. <laughs> then he was the president of the United States. Was he? What movie was movie? that? Yeah, it was a Air Force One. He was like, get off my plane. And like he, he strapped a parachute to the terrorists and like kicked want, him out of the plane. I want Harrison Ford to be president for four years. I want four years of a Harrison Ford presidency. Oh, that'd be horrible. It would just be... Punch it. <laughs> it's when all the nukes fly. Punch it, Chewie. Uh, it's just like Dick Cheney's like decrepit corpse. It's been reanimated. Ah! <laughs> it's the button. <laughs> Just don't go on any hunting trips with Dick Cheney. Yeah. I don't want to get shot in the face. I thought he was a bird. <laughs> okay, buddy. The most dangerous game. Oh, no. A four year presidency of Michael. Oh, God. I... Isn't he British? Shumman just want to watch the world burn. Well, that's uh, that's the only thing that stops Schwarzenegger <laughs> from moving on to a, a, a presidency and everything like that is the fact that he's he's Austrian. He's Austrian. Could, could I, you imagine? Yeah, I was going to say, could, like beyond all of the jokes about it in The Simpsons, could you imagine four years of a Schwarzenegger presidency? Do you imagine what the president, the you, know, you know how like schools and like gym class and everything like that, you have like the presidential fitness test and everything like that. Could you imagine what an Arnold Schwarzenegger presidency presidential fitness test would look like? You have to, we don't do cardio here. <laughs> no cardio. All right, well, kids, I'll... line up. It's you Roy's day. Press, boss. Every Wednesday. <laughs> I... <laughs> In here, this is the dip gym teacher like pointing at his like elbow. In here, get your partner. You must inject your steroids into your ass. Get, our get education, our education would go through the roof. Buses. But goddamn, if we wouldn't get gold in every Olympic sport, we wouldn't be allowed to compete because <laughs> everyone's on steroids. <laughs> I was gonna Medical say I was gonna say they can't illegal. kick a country out if all of their athletes are on steroids, but that's what Russia did. Yo. <laughs> Nothing against Russia or Vladimir Putin if they're listening, because I'd rather not die in a mysterious no, just bus like, accident where I'd push myself. Like they were having people like come out in the Russian doping scandal for like sports that didn't need as, like assistance like why why does the um what's the canadian sport uh with the yeah like why does the shuffle team need performance enhancing or yeah curling, curling? Team. it's all the same thing i don't watch the olympics well it's 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 all about yeah. it's winter olympics by the way but um it's all about like the power like when you push it like when you push the the, the rock it's called the rock i know curling well, yeah because you're secretly canadian do. but yeah no, I'm not. 
you're a Canadian spy. It's come down here to spy on us. And at some point, you're going to go back. At, at Boy, some, is it a shit At some show. point, you're going to go back to your masters, and you're telling the time's right, and they're going to come on down, and they're going to steal all our cheese. <laughs> and all the craft mac and cheese. It's an old, uh, it's an old Dennis Leary joke. <laughs> Uh, from his uh, from one of his comedy specials is just like if you listen real closely you live you live up in michigan on the on the michigan canadian border you can hear him at night sitting there sharpening their ice skates coming down to steal our cheese <clears throat> nice excuse me i almost threw up <laughs> that's what the people want that's what they want to hear just... <laughs> Sorry, guys. I'm drinking Dr. Pepper, and I decided to throw up while That's I'm burping. That's a plug, right? <laughs> oh shit! Other, ger- other you, brands. What do we got to do to get you a Dr. Pepper sponsorship? Um, I need to be very popular, and I feel like if I became a doc, if I uh, if I was a if I had Dr. Pepper sponsoring me. My life would change. I'd be diagnosed with like type you two already. The like that's day. all you drink is Dr Pepper. It's just Dr Pepper. You drink Dr Pepper I and drink... water, and that's it. And <laughs> I mean, I've significantly cut down. <laughs> but still, like I just Dr. imagine Pepper. a Dr Pepper like, sponsorship. I... Like that, you just retire at that point. Like you just like that would be where you peak in life. Then. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of drink options out there, but Dr. Pepper is the choice for me. I'm Jason from Jason's Hot Takes. I can't open this can because it's already open, but it'd be... Wait, wait, wait. This one's empty. It'd be... And that's my hot take. I like that scene from Wayne's World. (laughs) You're right. It is a choice of a whole new generation. (laughs) We will not bow down to corporate sponsors. Yeah, Garth. Yeah, it's like people only do things for money. And he's like decked out. In can I? Can I admit something? Oh, all this. I've never actually seen Wayne's but... World. I love that movie. I could probably quote that entire movie if I really wanted to. <laughs> it's my favorite part of that entire scene. Is oh, all this talk is giving me a headache. Here, take two of these. And he like dumps out a pill bottle and only got two pills in it. Oh yeah. Small, yellow, unique. <laughs> All right, if you guys want to play in the biggie. Because <laughs> then it's just... <laughs> then it's just the other guy. What's, uh, what's like Mike insane. Myers doing these days? Wow. <laughs> really um, off topic. Well, no one wants to hire him. No one wants to hire him anymore because Love Guru is yeah. such a shit show. And then the Cat in the Hat movie. I don't exactly care what anyone says. Either. That's a great movie. I love that movie. <laughs> I think my f- my favorite scene, honestly, is when a Thing One and Two come out, and he's like, "Okay, we have to do a little bit of a disclaimer. Just because Thing One is named Thing Two, well, Thing Two is named Thing Two, doesn't mean he's any lesser than Thing One. If you want, you can call him. <laughs> what is it like Thing A, <laughs> Thing Blue, Chocolate Thunder, or?" <sighs> I don't care what anyone says. Yes, that but movie I, may have been the reason why um, the Seuss estate refuses to allow anyone to make live-action versions of Dr. Seuss's books anymore. <laughs> but it's a great movie. Or the the cooking show scene. You can make cupcakes anything? out of anything. That's impossible. Anything. Not anything? just wrong. Yes, anything. <laughs> I'll end you. <laughs> 
So Not we went uh, we, we went all the way from uh, <laughs> self-introspection to the cat in the hat in a little under 47 or a little over 47 minutes. I mean, you know, the first. Yeah, this is all is getting cut part. at this. I know. No, I'm going to leave it in because, you know, I'm going to put in the, the little description. Hey, then we started bullshitting. <laughs> this is the. This is a normal conversation. Between I don't think that we can stay on topic when we're talking <laughs> unless it's about Star Wars and we're yelling Excuse at me. each other. <laughs> You're not wrong. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to lie. You're not wrong in any way, shape, or form. There, there's a, there's an episode it's, it's of Jason's Hot heated. Takes for you is uh, The Empire Did Nothing Wrong. You just wouldn't. Oh, man, you just wouldn't be able I, to have I me on go. as a guest because it would just be four hours of you and me screaming at each other. <laughs> we yelled at each other in person while I was whooping your ass in Star Wars Armada. <laughs> we yelled at each other <laughs> in person at drill. <laughs> we got into it. Someone actually walked up to us after that. I think it was like. Are you guys good? I, was like, I think the best part about it too is just Garcia <laughs> the entire time. Just like <laughs> he, he was on he was, he was on whoever's off. side was like, the yeah. loudest. <laughs> That's when we both like ramped up the yelling. Was that also the time when we had yes, the I believe conversation? That, I, I don't think that was the same day, <sighs> but that was all the same like training event. Two weeks, yeah. Fuck that conversation. I still, you know, I need to drink to fucking. Is get that my is that another episode of Jason's Hot Takes? Is uh is um a pop tart a calzone? <laughs> it's it not. Is. It's not made out <laughs> of pasta. Alert. It's not a it calzone. <laughs> or calzones it's not... aren't made out of pasta. They're pastries. They are a calzone isn't. You don't make a pop tart things... in the oven. You can. You can. You can also make a calzone in a toaster oven or a microwave. Calzone it's not going to be as good out of inside out pizza without any sauce on the inside. Yep. It is. That's racist against Italians. Canceled. Go ahead. Canceled. <laughs> you calling them unoriginal? <laughs> you calling Italians unoriginal? Well, I mean, all I'm saying is, is that their food <laughs> wasn't it. any good until tomatoes were invented. <laughs> Yeah, until they were everybody knows that uh, the, the story of America <laughs> is that in 1492, Columbus came over here, he invented tomatoes, brought them back to Italy, and then that's how pizza was invented. Everything else is completely irrelevant. No, he met, he met, no, he met, yeah. he met Roger A. Tomato, who invented the tomato, <laughs> killed him after learning his secrets. <laughs> <laughs> then he took it back to then he took it back to Italy. Italy invented the pizza and at some point uh Oh no. Pizza Well was yeah, American I mean it was creation. an American creation that was based off of traditional Italian food. Well, Italian and Greek food. I mean Ah, oh, yes. Because you don't get like modern day pizza without like pita bread and everything from Greece. And the idea of uh, using like bread as a plate, which is actually really um, like pan cultural thing. There's like it's just been it's just been Pans something. Have their own yeah, culture? they have their own sexuality too. Can I say that? 
I don't think we can. I don't think we can say that. That was a joke. (laughs) That was a joke. Ha ha funny. We make bad jokes here. (laughs) Don't yell at me again. I do not need another angry email. Oh boy. Um... (laughs) But if you want to send an angry email, my my podcast email is M-A-T-A-Z-A-265 at Outlook.com. Feel free to send me that angry email so it can. I'm not giving you guys any of my information because I'm 98 no, sure that I already doxed myself within five minutes of being in here. I'm 98 sure that I gave you guys my first and last name. So, yeah, you did. So. You were I'm the Indian Muslim. Well, they well, know my there you first go. and, and uh, so. they also know where you live now because we were talking about that earlier. So, I just said I just said Winchester. Winchester is a mildly big town. I believe that it is such a mild that it is mildly big enough to be considered a city. It is. It it is is Winchester City. Look at that. God, fuck. Winchester City has better people to plow their roads than the county. Because they got that city government money. Dude, I thought about making doing putting my bid in to run for fucking mayor. And I was like, I probably shouldn't do that. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't ready. think the world's ready for you as a politician yet. Listen, there's there's talks of it happening here in the near future. Like I don't think actually. I don't think the uh the Frederick County School Board is ready for you and your radical ideas. He lost that election, so I don't even have to worry <laughs> about that. <laughs> That wasn't exactly at all. To I was gonna about. make like a, like a even... blackjack and hookers joke. You you went there with that one. Uh, that person has actually reached out to of me course to try to talk have. shit to me, and I blocked them. I was like, you know, I'm not doing this. I was like, I'm not doing this shit. I get it. You miss me. I'm awesome. I had a great impact on your life, embarrassing you, and then <laughs> definitely not screenshotting it and then posting it in a different group with your name blurred out. And my name blurred out, so no one could find you. Even though the people who were probably and in that that's same page know exactly who. Why you are, I don't have about. a social media presence anymore. Not that specific event. To yeah. do a giant one eighty, bring it back on topic. You guys want a great, like, thing that will help you with your own introspection. Get the fuck off social media. Stop like comparing your life to other people's lives all the time and looking at how like good other people have it and bringing yourself down with that. Just, just get off social media. Like have like one account that's just like you and like your close friends that you know and associate with all the time and just do yourself a favor and just block out all the rest of that noise. Yep. I'm getting the, the five minute, 30 second warning from Anchor because I forget they only let me do hour long episodes. So we're going to wrap it up. Thank you. It was awesome. Having yeah, you I'm glad that we figured out how to do this because I've been <laughs> I've been wanting awesome. to hop on, uh, record another episode of Dudes Being Dudes for about two years now and we've just never been able to do it. I feel like we're just going to have to do Dudes Being Dudes through this because... Logging in is going to be a well, pain because I, I think feel it's like, an old email that I can't I feel use like dudes anymore. being dudes is more of a pilot for this anyways. In a way, yeah. It was kind of like my – both of our introduction into like podcasting what and it how do, it goes baby. and what it do. 
That's what it do. Do you still have Rudy? the uh, the analytics for that? I know that I know that uh, like after a while, like we had made like what ninety nine cents off of the the first episode of Dudes Being Dudes. I th- I think so. I'd have to that's figure almost out how to log fifty into cents that old a piece. account and see if there's anything on it. Ooh, I think Making I haven't even looked money. at my analytics for this stuff yet. I just see what episodes like number one. So I might look into that, and I'll just send you screenshots of everything. Hell like yeah. this is what it's doing. <laughs> Oh yeah, anytime. Awesome. Thanks for anytime, especially if you do a Blade Runner episode, because and, uh, I have very strong feelings about whether or not Deckard is I a will... replicant, and I want to share them with as many people as possible. <laughs> so I'm actually going to ask you this right now, just for future purposes. Do I have your consent to use a picture? Yeah, sure. Why not? The they already have my name post? and the general vicinity of okay. where I live. They know that I'm in the army reserves. Just give it all to the Russians. Okay, I'm on TikTok, so they already the Chinese already know everything about me. Anyways, it's fine. <laughs> I just wanted to make sure, so like I didn't post it and like something nah, happened. Nah, and go, well, I didn't want you to post that. I don't want to run into a conflict there. Because you're also my there's, first. There's guest pictures of me on the cool internet. Exciting, I think and... nobody wants to look at me. Anyways, it's all right. probably. <laughs> Wolf. Um, <laughs> All yeah, right, sounds ready. good. Let's hop off here. Yeah. For the peep, for all the fans, I'm not sure what the next episode is going to be. I might do something really. I've kind of hit pretty heavy lately, so I might do something super lighthearted. I might talk about like a video game I play or something stupid. Do a hot take on that, or. Maybe get political again because people seem to. My two episodes, like that are number one right now, are the Civil War one that I did, like the statues, and the uh, left and like the divide between the two parties episodes. Those are my two top episodes right now. It kind of sucks. And then Cryptids is right under it. Oh, I can do another Cryptids episode. I'm so excited about that. I love it. <laughs> I love doing cryptid stuff. That's like my thing. I haven't talked about Mothman in a while to you. <laughs> yeah, because you don't like it when I talk about Mothman. <laughs> He's not real, Jason. Yes, he is. Jason, the ability for a creature of that size to be able to hide in the woods of the East Coast without anybody ever finding it other than the select few times it's been sighted is next to impossible. And this is why he doesn't talk to me about Mothman. Are you... Are you an expert? No. Huh? I'll have you know. My minor is Please in cryptozoology. Please tell me your minor is not actually in cryptozoology. Okay, I was going to say. Yeah, and, and, and my <laughs> major is in xenobiology. I'm an amateur. Okay, fucking... Imp- okay, 40k. Okay, okay. Xeno just means alien. <laughs> That's racist. Are you xenophobic? Are you afraid of aliens? Can't be afraid of what isn't real, right? (laughs) Any Martians listening to this, I apologize on behalf of him. (laughs) That's what I see. Like, yeah, it's that helicopter that we just sent up. Oh, man, this is actually going to be the longest episode I think I'm going to put on this show. Well, probably not the first long episode, but it's definitely going to be a long episode because we're at the 59-minute mark. All right. Mark. But I'll catch you Thanks later. Thanks for having me on.
Thanks to everyone who's going to come out and listen to this. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. When we're both not busy. <laughs> of course. <laughs>